Femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women. Rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Sofia Tritiak. Sophia is a Flex alumna 2021 in Montana, the United States. Born in Lviv, Ukraine, her hobbies include video creation, video editing, photography, blogging, and singing. Sophia also danced for 10 years in the Ukrainian folk ensemble, and last year she participated in German debates and was able to receive the third place at the national level. And she wrote a scientific research paper for the Junior Academy of Science, which she presented in the German language. Sofia is a volunteer, and currently she is a finalist of Ukraine Global Scholars in 2022, which helps her to apply to the top private colleges in the world. Sofia, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. And how are you? I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling positive and I'm feeling very curious about you. So, Sophia, if your friends would describe your personality, what would they say? Hmm, that's a very interesting question. And I would assume they would describe me as a positive person, very active and optimistic, hopefully. I like that. Do you feel most people are positive and optimistic? I'm really not sure. It depends on a personality, but I personally just prefer to um, be friends with people who are positive and who look at the things in a positive way because it really helps you and motivates, and motivates you to be just to look at things in a positive way overall. I like that. And I have so many questions. So you said it helps you. It motivates you to look at things in a positive way and you surround yourself with such people. What belief or what do you think is the source that pushes you or makes you be such a positive person? I feel like if you look at the things in a pessimistic way, it's really hard to achieve anything because you only see some bad things in everything you are trying to do or are trying to achieve. So therefore, I would say I try just to look for some little small things that would really bring me joy. And in this way, I would stay motivated and would have a lot of power to do what I'm going, what I want to do and what I'm happy to do in my life. I like that you speak about power, about motivation, about positivity. What inspires you in this world gives you that energy that adds even more to your fire and your motivation? Uh, First of all, I'm really getting inspired because of all the things I'm doing. So when I'm doing something I really enjoy and which brings me joy, then I have lots of motivation, inspiration. I want to wake up every day, do something fun and enjoy with my friends, work hard. And it's just all about balance. And also, any results that I achieve because of my hard work, probably, they also bring me motivation and they just like 
help me to not stop to continue what I'm doing and achieving and doing even more. Thank you. And to ask you, you're in love with videography and video editing. Is this correct? Yeah, that's right. What's the most interesting or fascinating thing for you when it comes to video, video editing and creating videos? I really like creating something and then edit it and just see how it all has changed and how it all um, really shaped in some kind of creativity in some kind of way I see the things so that's probably um, one criteria which I like because of which I really like editing and just taking pictures and then taking videos of anything I really see the world differently I hope you understood what I meant Thank you. If I understood you correctly, because earlier you spoke about power, motivation, doing things, does it make you feel good when you shape things to your desires, when you impact the world at large and the same thing you do with video, you want to do with all of reality? Yeah, kind of. And also just to do something creative, to show how I see things in my head to implement my ideas. Why is it valuable for you that people see how you perceive things in your head? I don't think it's really valuable because everyone really decides what they want to see and what they want to perceive. But just personally for me, I really like uh, just watching what other people do and how they perceive the world because everyone is really different. Everyone has different tastes different opinions about things so it's really interesting just to see what people what people see uh, it's just a, diff- a very interesting conversation i would say thank you and i agree very much maybe you should start your own podcast because that's really the purpose and then for you when you are interacting with people you perceive their tastes their stories their opinions Is it interesting because you can learn from it and try to see the world in that way and therefore grow as a person? Or is it more fascinating like an entertainment or something new, something different? I would say it's both. So I really like seeing what people think about different aspects, different ideas, and also it's fascinating. So it just all together. Thank you. And how is this similar to, for example, dance? Hmm, that's a really very interesting question, and I'm not sure I can answer it because um, Ukrainian folk dances are just something that I cannot just like show people how I see the world. Uh, so it's just something that unites me and my um, ensemble because we dance, we show Ukrainian culture. So in some way, we just really are united and show the people, the Ukrainian culture, and also probably how we perceive it, but all together as a team. Thank you. And let's get a bit philosophical right now. So every person is unique. They perceive the world differently. We can even argue each person has inside them their own universe. They're living in their own reality with their own tastes, their own desires, their own beliefs. Well, how can people really understand each other 
if each person is so unique that even words can mean different things to different people? I think that people should not always agree with each other and just um, have the same opinions. So on the contrary, it's really interesting when you have something different, when you are unique, because in that way you can uh, teach something Uh, You can teach the person and that person can teach something you. And in that way, we learn something. In that way, we also grow. And that's just the world's development, I would say. So that's a process uh, which is really like inevitable and really interesting. So, yeah, I would say you should not agree. You should probably even um, just share your experiences and your opinions, which can be even different or drastically, drastically even different from each other. Oh, I love this. And I have so many questions and I'll begin with this one. Can you make great friendships or great relationships with people who have totally opposite views to you? It's really tricky, but I would say yes, as long as the person is tolerant, as long as they, he or she, they respect my opinions as well and just share what they think, then of course I can be friends because it, again, it will be just a process of learning. But if they just try like to convince me in something which I don't think is true and which I don't believe in, so they don't respect my opinions, then probably not. Thank you. For you and in your experience with people, Have you ever had the experience where when you meet somebody, you feel like you know them all your life from the very first second? Or are you always at first observing, exploring and opening yourself slowly? I would say I'm a second type of the person, so I cannot become friends right away. I will observe, I will talk to a person, probably have just some small talks at the beginning, but then gradually... I'm, I'll be becoming more open. I will be like going into deeper conversations and then become a good friends. Thank you. And how do you know or what are your criteria to understand this is my person or this is not my person? Probably just some basic criteria like respectful, probably open, open mind, open-minded, tolerant, interesting, has some, I don't know, unique hobbies. So just the person that is really interesting and that you really want to talk about, that you want to learn something from. I like that. It seems to me that learning is very important for you. What is the meaning of learning from your own perspective and how does it relate to creativity? Learning for me is discovering some really fascinating things and which you instantly want to apply to something. And this is actually really connected then to creativity because if you learn something and if you are really like sparked by it, if you really think, wow, that's so interesting, then you want to use it and you probably will just like use it in some way that... You want to do it, if that makes sense, and then you can apply your creativity. So I see this connection like that. Thank you. And I love that you mentioned the spark. Do you feel you're someone with that spark in the eyes because you're curious and alive? 
and do you tend to make friends with people who have such energy? Can you feel people's energy? Are you an empath who loves passionate people? Oh, yeah, I really love passionate people. And yeah, hopefully uh, I also have that spark because I can't really see it. <laughs> I mean, like, um, I can't really see it in the mirror. So hopefully other people can see it in me. And yes, I probably have it when I'm just interested and when I'm doing the things I love. But if I don't, if I'm not really into something, um, when I find some things boring, then probably I don't have it. Yeah, but passionate people, creative people, people that have some interesting hobbies and, which, and who have those sparks, I really love being friends with them. Oh, I have so many, many, many questions. I'll ask two and please, you know, remember both because I cannot really decide which you want to ask first. So one of them is a lot of things like research, science, etc. requires a lot of boring work. So if it's consistently over weeks and months boring things, how do you motivate yourself to not lose the spark of life? If doing that or are you always fascinated by learning anything new so you never experience that that's question one the second is a simple one um, a lot of ukrainian girls have a very serious bitch face so people can think oh my god she's so angry or something like that do you have that did you experience it in the us where you needed to remember to smile because people thought you're angry or not <laughs> That's actually very funny, but I'll start with the first question. So research was actually not really boring to me because I chose a topic which I was really interested in. It was about nonverbal communication and what power it has on political speech. And I chose some German politicians and it was really very fascinating. I was like, wow, nonverbal communication has such a big influence and we don't really notice it because it's our like psychology. So even though I was working on that research like for three months, if not more, it was still very interesting because I was every day finding out some new facts i was reading new sources and then i was all like uh, putting it together into some document and also uh, making some psychological analysis from the real speeches so i was always fascinated by that process so it was not boring for me at all and then <laughs> the second question about the bitch face and I don't know. It's really, really hard. But a funny fact is that in the US, I lived uh, with other exchange students. She was my double placement from the country Georgia, and she always told she always told me that I really look angry, and I was like, "Why? I'm just concentrated." So it's really, really important to understand if the Ukrainian girl is angry or concentrated. In my case, I'm just really like focused on something and all of my attention goes there. So I can just smile at the same time. But also she was just the only one who told me that. Yeah. And I, I would say it does not mean that all Ukrainian girls are like that. It really depends on your personality and not like, it does not mean that all Ukrainian girls like it, it's not about the whole nation. It just depends on a person. I agree 100%. I'm anti-stereotypes, but every Ukrainian girl I ask, she says, yes, <laughs> I have a really serious bitch face. And to know a bit more about you as well, look, you seem to love 
uh, embody things like sports, dance. Are you someone who lives mostly in the present moment where you feel the energy of life really strongly, where you feel the breeze, the sunlight, every emotion, and you're not like always remembering the regrets of the past or always not living in the moment because you're thinking about the future? Does that describe you? Or how are you when it comes to your perspective on time and on life? Hmm. Here are so many things I want to mention, but probably first of all, uh, I try to live in a present moment. So I try to smile every day, to do some fun activities, to work, to relax, to have fun. But at the same time, I do think about my future, what I will do. So every day I also do something to have some results in the future, if that makes sense. Like, for example, studying, it means investing in myself. So in the future, I will get a good job and I will have a happy life because work is also a big part of it. Yeah. And what I think about time, actually, I'm a person who really loves organizing everything. So every day, so no, every night I make a to-do list because if I don't do it, then I will procrastinate because I will not know where, when to start, what things I have to get done. But if I have it, then I'm really very productive because I have like a system and I know what goes after what. And it really helps me just to be on a track and to be productive, just to do what I have to do. Thank you. Since you sometimes procrastinate and sometimes are very organized, would you describe yourself as a very logical person who doesn't yield much to emotions or are you more emotional you love new emotions and emotions are for you almost everything in life it really depends so i would say i'm an emotional person but like sometimes i'm also like very reversed reserved just like very organized you know and I don't know, don't really care about emotions. Okay, it's probably wrong to say, but it's probably like 50-50. Sometimes I'm emotional, sometimes I do not pay attention to those emotions. If I understood you correctly, if in, and if I answered your question correctly. Yes, you did. Thank you. When it comes to experiencing people, are people for you more their stories, their knowledge, their brains, or are they more their bodies where they have been, the activities they do? Or are they more like souls and their energy and their chakras and their metaphysical auras, etc.? It's probably a combination of everything, like where the person has been, like what they do, what interesting hobbies they have, what ideas and opinions they have. It's all really together. So I can't just choose one thing. Thank you very much. And when it comes to February 24th, when were you on that day? How did you hear about the war? Tell me the story of discovery, the emotions, everything. Uh, yes. So uh, in February, I was in, still in Montana. I, have, I was on my exchange year and it was like 8 p.m. where I returned home after school, after basketball practice, and I was just sitting on the couch, relaxing and checking the news. And then I saw that some explosions began. I saw the words of the Russian president. 
uh, who said that he's going to to make some military operation and I don't know I was just like sitting there shocked and I could not understand what's really going on if I'm dreaming if I saw something badly if I don't know what's going on and then it was 5 a.m in Ukraine so I was the first one who called my parents who woke them up and told them that the, that the war has begun or it's more correct to say that the invasion has begun because the war in Ukraine has been going on for eight years already since 2014, but it was not a full scale. It was only like on the east and um, on the south where Crimea is located. So it was already occupied, but like uh, the military actions began on the uh, east in 2014. So we do not say that the war has begun, just like the full scale invasion. Or, the, or just the war continued. Thank you. And when the war happened, millions of Ukrainians have left. Did your friends leave? What do they tell you about life abroad? Do you feel and believe so many would have started a new life with new universities, new jobs, new everything, that it will be more difficult for them to return to Ukraine once Ukraine has its victory. So I do not know a lot of people who um, immigrated because emigrated because I live on the west part of Ukraine in the city Lviv, which is very close to Polish border. So not a lot of my friends. So actually, I don't really know any who um, went abroad. Yeah, but it's really important to remember uh, that. Um, all of my family now is Ukraine. So even though, even if I don't know the people from Ukraine personally, I still consider them as my close friends, as my even probably relatives. So of course, I cannot even imagine how hard it is for them to start a new life in a completely different country, not to have your home, not to have, for example, your dad or your brother or anyone because the men are not allowed to um, leave the country. So it's just extremely, extremely difficult. And when I think about it, it just like, I don't know. It's really hard to describe what I'm feeling. Yes. I understand. And all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Hello, I am Slava. And if I understood correctly, you're now a Lviv. How would you describe the situation how was the city before you left it to go to your flex experience? And how did you notice it change in this period? So the city Lviv is considered to be one of the most beautiful cities in the whole Europe. Uh, it is also sometimes called a small Paris, although it is much better for me than Paris. Uh, Lviv is very, very famous because of its history because because of its old architecture and every time the tourists come they are just fascinated but by how beautiful the city is so I, I always remembered it somehow as Hogwarts yeah I'm a fan of Harry Potter so every time I was just like walking hanging out with my friends in the city center I was feeling like I'm in the fairy tale like I'm seeing like I'm just really enjoying uh, all the beauty of my city. And I really have very positive memories connected to it. And now when I came, yes, it 
probably looks the same. We still have this old architecture. Uh, we still have those very cozy coffee shops and very tasty chocolate. But still, sometimes I see the faces of the people that are not so as happy as they used to be. I also see a lot of military men who come probably to do some stuff in the city. I also see a lot of posters with some patriotic uh, words. A lot of people are, a lot of people wear some patriotic and symbolic clothes. And it just like feels really differently, but at the same time, it gives some kind of energy. Like every time I'm walking in my city, I feel proud. I feel proud of being Ukrainian, of being around all those brave people. And yes, a lot of people probably spend their time in the coffee shops or just like, or in the places like that, because we are trying hard to maintain our economy. Like the small businesses should continue working because we already experience an immense inflation so it's really hard so we are trying all the possible ways not just to destroy our economy that's why that's why we do those things and i'm really getting as upset when some people from foreign countries are saying oh they're sitting in the coffee shops or oh they are doing that they are enjoying life it does it does not seem like they have war and it just really makes me upset because People have not experienced the war and, I don't know, they don't know what to do. Like, of course, we are very upset and we just, like, live. This is our reality right now. We live every time we are hearing those air raid sirens, which means that the rocket can just kill us any moment, but we are still trying to live our life somehow. Because if you don't do it, then it would be just terrible. I agree 100% because... If the economy is destroyed, then the war would have destroyed a lot more than it already did. And that's very difficult to recover from. Thank you, Sophia. This was my privilege, such an enriching conversation. And again, all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Hello, I'm Slava. And thank you very much for interviewing me. And I wish uh, a lot of success to your project, which was very, very inter interesting. And I'm actually interested how you came up with this kind of idea, what inspired you of launching such an interesting project. Thank you.